Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Wellness Check. I'm Bibi. And I'm Cece. And today we have a very special guest joining us to talk about mindfulness and meditation. Her name is Kate Gallagher, and she is the Contemplative Studies Initiative Coordinator and Contemplative Studies Minor Advisor. She's going to tell us about herself and her own experiences with mindfulness, as well as facilitate a guided meditation for y'all today. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today, Kate. We're really excited to hear from you and give listeners the opportunity to practice mindfulness and meditation with us. So firstly, tell us a little bit about your role at OSU, please. Thanks so much for having me. It's such a joy to be here and um, nice to connect with you both. Um, yeah, so I, uh, as BB mentioned, I'm the Contemplative Studies Initiative Coordinator and the Contemplative Studies Minor Advisor. Um, probably to tell you about what I do at OSU might be a good way to do that is to tell you about the program. So the Contemplative Studies Initiative is housed in the School of Psychology, and our program has three pillars, uh, academics, research, and outreach. And so um, our academic offerings include the Contemplative Studies Minor, um, I teach a class called uh, Religion 308 or Philosophy 308, Introduction to Contemplative Studies. It's a back core course. Um, our research involves um, humanities, religious studies research, as well as scientific research on mindfulness and, and meditation. And um, as well as other contemplative practices and traditions, it's important to mention. Um, and then our uh, outreach activities are more extracurricular, and they are for students, they are for faculty and staff, and for the broader Corvallis community. And even during the pandemic, we reached way beyond the Corvallis community with our um, virtual programming. Um, so uh, in my Religion 308 course, which has been a, a kind of a big project of mine recently, um, I work with students where we uh, explore a wide range of contemplative and mystical traditions. And, and I'm teaching a class right now called Psychology of Meditation, Psy 495. And, um, you know, through these courses, I just love pursuing some of life's biggest questions and, um, you know, the great mystery of being alive. So um, I basically get to do that for, for work in a more structured academic setting, as well as, of course, um, supporting students through advising um, and, and developing a curriculum to foster that kind of inquiry. That's amazing, Kate. Thank you for filling us in on your role at OSU and some of your favorite parts of that role. Um, can you tell us a little bit about your journey and experiences with mindfulness and meditation that got you to this point? So I started practicing yoga um, about 20 years ago as a sophomore in college. And at the time, I was double majoring in molecular and cellular biology and dance. I was a, a, a pre-med, I guess you would say, but I also had a second major, um, a dance major. And I ended up not graduating with that second major. I did about the equivalent of, of a minor's worth of work. Um, all that said, one of my dance professors was a yoga teacher. And um, I wasn't at all interested in the meditative or philosophical aspects at the time. 
Um, I was just really interested in becoming more flexible and becoming a better dancer. Um, so I pursued that and I continued to practice the physical postures of yoga even after college. And about two or so years after I graduated from college, um, as I continued the physical practice, my understanding of yoga like totally opened up and like it was almost like overnight I grew an insatiable appetite for yoga, for yoga philosophy, and eventually uh, for Buddhist philosophy. And through that time, I studied to become a yoga teacher. And um, in that process, kind of met the teachings of Buddhism and the practice of meditation. And I'll say that meditation uh, has never come easily to me. There are people that love to meditate and, you know, they just have a really strong affinity for it. For me, it's required a fair amount of um, work and effort, uh, but I've kind of found along the way that it's been worth it, that when I meditate, I and especially when I meditate very consistently and for a certain amount of time, I tend to feel more grounded, more present, uh, my thoughts are clear, um, and, and so the effects of meditation have felt entirely worth the effort. Um, also along the way, as I've learned more about the theory of meditation and various techniques, I found more skillful ways to approach my practice. I tend to be a pretty anxious person. Um, and, uh, you know, having a lot of stress in my life, um, can definitely impact me negatively. And so I've needed to find ways to, um, really start with a foundational relaxation practice through like body scans, laying on my back, you know, letting myself get deeply, deeply relaxed, maybe before like kind of sitting up and doing a more formal meditation practice. And so that has been a really big gift for me to learn what we could call like skillful means in approaching my practice. Um, after studying meditation in a pretty dedicated way for about a decade, um, I spent a year in a solitary meditation retreat in Northern California. Um, it's been a big part of my journey. Um, you know, I did a lot of preparation in advance of that. I did several week-long retreats and month-long retreats and things of that nature. And then um, after I did my master's degree at OSU, uh, this kind of opportunity opened up for me to do a solitary um, year-long meditation retreat. And it's kind of the, one of the biggest adventures I've ever been on. Um, it taught me and continues to teach me so much. And, you know, now I feel really fortunate to be able to share contemplative practices and ideas with the OSU community. And truly, I'm, I'm pretty inspired and enlivened by the interest in meditation and contemplative practice and the sincerity of the students here. So I feel very grateful. Awesome. Thank you so much for telling us your story, Kate. That sounds like a wonderful story. <laughs> um, but do you have any advice for folks who are beginning or wanting to begin their mindfulness journey? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I would say first off, uh, there's a lot of like misconceptions about meditation or, and mindfulness um, in our culture. And so I'll see if I can like very briefly try to uh, offer some thoughts about things that are commonly misunderstood about, about these practices. 
First, I'll say is that the point of meditation is not necessarily to get rid of your thoughts, and that's really important. Um, the point of meditation, at least as I see it, um, is to develop a relationship with your mind. And so you can see how those are two different things. Um, so in other words, like thoughts are okay. You're, you're, as you develop a practice, thinking will occur. And really the, um, the crux of the practice is in when your attention becomes captured by distracting narrative or sound or some planning that you're doing, the crux of the practice is coming back to what you intended to do. So whether it's be mindful of your breath or like scan your body, it's in the coming back where the mind training actually occurs. Um, so my, my encouragement would be to not be frustrated by, you know, the busyness of your mind, um, but know that it's a very, a very natural part of the practice. Um, another recommendation um, that I have is kind of like I shared earlier, if you have a stressful life, a busy life, or tend toward anxiety, I recommend prioritizing um, some intentional relaxation practices like um, shavasana or corpse pose, which is kind of the practice you do at the end of a yoga class, um, or a body scan, things that are very relaxing at first and enjoyable for you. And then once you establish a foundation of relaxation, either in a given session or over a period of time, then maybe kind of sit up and tune into your breath and, and like, exercise a more like disciplined type of practice and in that way it'll be like very gentle and gentle and not forced um the other thing that i'll say is that meditation is not one size fits all um as our other contemplative practices they're not one size fits all we'll all have like different affinities and propensities and interests with different practices so um you know, there are such a there's such a range of beneficial practices. It may just take uh, some trial and error to discover the practices that are really supportive for you. Um, probably most importantly, keep your practice as light and friendly as you can. Um, unlike other things that we do in our lives with a mindfulness or meditation practice, there's no finish line. It's not a race and you're not earning a grade for it. Um, so if you can keep it light, keep it friendly and meditate for the joy of being present and awake for your life. And Kate, if you were to leave students uh, with some knowledge, what would you like to tell them? What do you really want them to know and take away from uh, this podcast? Yeah, that's such a great question. Thank you. Um, I'll share what's been important for me to learn through a meditation practice. Um, I think one of my biggest uh, takeaways or insights is that um, meditation has taught me that all beings are innately dignified, which is to say innately worthy of love and respect. And that includes me. And from my perspective, it includes you too. And 
when I say all beings are innately dignified, what I mean by that is it's not earned and it can't be taken away, although it can be hard to see sometimes. And we might walk around just, you know, because we're human and the human mind does a lot, lots of things, lots of creative things. We might walk around thinking we are better than some people and worse than others. Um, but this is just confusion. And I think the more we endeavor to see ourselves and others through a lens of love or compassion and respect, um, the clearer our vision becomes and the more we can flourish individually and collectively. And this endeavor is simple and might seem kind of obvious, but I don't think it's always easy. Um, so, um, you know, if we're on a, uh, a journey of kind of learning compassion and learning to see clearly and learning to understand our innate dignity and the dignity of all beings in a very deep way. Um, I think we have to be really patient and generous um, as we're exploring that. And I think maybe the last things that I would like to share these students with um, is just to be really very, very kind and very good to yourself. Um, I had a mentor tell me that several times when I was leaving to go on my year-long retreat. She said, be so good to yourself. And she said it several times. And then she sent me a package, beautiful like care package. And she just wrote something very simple, be so good to yourself. Um, and it was such a helpful permission to receive, the, like the permission of like a mentor to say, be so good to yourself. And so I just want to share and extend that um, to us all, really. Wow, Kate, that was amazing. And thank you so much for sharing those experiences and words of wisdom with us all. Um, especially I, that really resonated with me uh, to be to be good to yourself. And that is a really good reminder. And a lot of us need that permission, it seems. So hearing that was uh, really powerful. Thank you. Um, and thank you so much again for just taking the time to come on here and, and talk to us about all things mindfulness. Yeah, it's been honestly amazing to have you on. Um, thank you so much for making time for us. Um, that is all that we're going to do for this episode, but you should look out for the next episode that we have because Kate is going to take all of us on a guided meditation. So if y'all are looking for some relaxation, everything that Kate was just talking about of like resting your mind and connecting with it, this next episode is going to be for you. But for right now, don't forget to follow Student Health Services social media accounts. You can find them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter by searching OSU Student Health Services. And make sure you hit subscribe and follow to get the latest health news, tips, and reminders of when podcasts go out. So until next time, check yourself. Bye. Bye. A production of Oregon State University. Student Health Services.